0: Welcome to Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. This is Liren. I'm standing outside. I don't know if my phone is going to pick up the evening sounds of the tree frogs and the occasional distant barking of a dog. It's one of those nights that is so rare. It's nice and cool. Just enough to chill my skin, but not enough to make me actually cold. This is my favorite time of year. Spring and fall, actually both, because it gets so hot and humid here in the summer. But in the spring and the fall, we'll have warm days. Today only got up to about seventy-three, and the nights will be cool and still. And it's partly cloudy, but that beautiful half a moon is peeking through the clouds, and I'm looking at it right now. Nights like this never fail to make me randy. <laughs> I keep thinking I'll outgrow that at some point, but it hasn't happened yet. So I have done a lot of thinking today about this whole idea of Wednesdays being about edgy things. I find myself in an interesting position because my husband is also podcasting on Anchor, and he has not been as anonymous as I have. Therefore, I find myself a little leery of just openly throwing every single thing out there, not to mention the fact that I'm not going to talk about anything to do with him and I, or what we actually engage in or don't engage in, because that seems like a violation of his privacy. So I've really spent a lot of time today thinking about, okay, well, with all of that in mind, what exactly can I do? And the matter is, being an adult, I can do anything I want but what can I ethically do that I won't feel bad about revealing more than someone else might want revealed? So I'm not exactly sure where these are going to go. You know, I think my main thought was just that there are so many things we don't openly talk about that I think we would be much healthier as humans if we did openly talk about. That said, that doesn't make it socially acceptable if someone at my workplace heard this podcast and realized it was me and I was talking about some edgy thing that I mentioned in the intro to this podcast. I've gone back and forth today between the thought of going back and removing some of that and the thought of not being direct in my edgy Wednesdays, but just keeping my racier rants to this day. On occasion, I can certainly rant about things. (laughs) Anyway, today, I think the first thing I'm going to share is that I was listening to a podcast this morning called More or Less. It's about statistics, and it's a British podcast. And they were talking about some results from surveys that show that people are having less sex. So in the UK, it shows that people are having less sex, whether they're single or partnered. And the US statistics show that... People who are not partnered are having a lot less sex. One of the things I really like about that podcast is they then point out that it only, they only surveyed 34 or 35, it was this morning, so I don't remember the exact number, men to get that statistic. So they bring up good examples of times when statistics are not accurate. You can't just ask 34 or 35 men in the entire country of America Whether or not they're having more or less sex and then extrapolate from that what's happening anywhere else besides with those 34 people. So anyway, I find conversations about that really interesting. I also find discussions of intimacy and things like trust really interesting as well. I think one of the things I like about writing on sites like Eloquy, which I mentioned yesterday, was you know, there was a chance there to really dig into the psyche of the characters when you're telling a story. So I was actually just listening to an episode of DM Dad, and uh, I can't remember what his podcast is called, but he was saying that if something can't, if the character isn't making a direct choice, then it doesn't belong at the table. And it really, my first thought was, That is just the kind of role-playing that I don't know if I would enjoy. So if it's really just an exercise in rolling dice, I'm not sure how much I would enjoy that. Realize, I'm not knocking that. I completely understand. That is a lot of people's jam, and more power to you. We all have to have different jams to make the world go around. I just, I don't know, in the couple of conventions I went to with my husband... I had a lot of fun with the narrative games where the rolling is much more about narrative control than it is about actual events and what happens. As a matter of fact, one of the games that I was in, there was a player who just could not wrap his head around the fact that people could decide to do things without rolling to make sure if they could or they couldn't. So that was interesting because realize I think I've only been to three conventions maybe so I haven't had a lot of exposure to players other than my husband I went to his gaming group a couple of times years ago when I think there were five people that used to get together and um, I went just because a few times they brought spouses and what I watched them play and you know it's just I don't know it's fascinating to me (laughs) anyway I know I've mentioned before that I can't wait until I can go to more conventions with him. He's going away this weekend, actually, him and my younger son. And, you know, I don't resent staying home and taking care of the animals and all of that. And uh, certainly I can enjoy some downtime and, you know, I'll get some relaxation out of that. But on the other hand, I do envy them going away and getting to play games and do creative things like that. So we'll get there at some point. (laughs) Anyways. Well, that wasn't very edgy. No, I'm teasing. I don't feel like I'm a performing monkey who has to be edgy just because that word is on this episode. So anyway, I what I also, here I go saying anyway a lot. I'm really going to have to work on that, aren't I? I really just wanted to throw it out there that if you find yourself wanting to talk to someone who is female or, you know, clearly I'm female, uh, about... Uh, You know something that other people might find weird or strange, like any of the you know things that I call myself. You are more than welcome to drop me a message, and I'm happy to have a conversation. I think it is fascinating, especially looking at the way that people from different countries function. So I had a good friend who was from England a few years ago. He's since moved back. who him and I sat down and had some really interesting conversations about, like, his concept of intimacy and his concept of the level of communication that should happen in a relationship about very direct communication. And the funny thing is, maybe it's regional, but I have lived in Michigan and Washington State in Seattle and here in Central Virginia. And I found that in all three places, Americans are really pretty repressed. I mean, an open and honest conversation about intimacy or trust or, you know, setting the boundaries that are set in a BDSM setting where you're setting limits. I don't know. It's, it's so funny to me that that's such a taboo thought. And in other places, like he was saying, where he's from in England, people are much more open and just straightforward about that stuff. So, of course, I don't remember exactly where he was from. That's been a few years ago now. But I just, I find things like that fascinating. One of the games that I played in when I was at one of the conventions with my husband was run by a woman, and she had designed this game based around a deck of cards that had images on them. And it was a a story about a queen's court and the you know machinations of the people who were in the background and her ladies-in-waiting and you know people trying to seduce them and all of that and I in that setting it was interesting to me because it was me and her and one other woman and I think we were the only women who were there playing in the role-playing games it was a pretty small convention though and A couple of other guys, one of which I knew because he's a friend of my husband's. And, you know, it's really fascinating how shy and hesitant the guys were to talk about stuff like that. So, I don't know. I'm kind of an observer of people. I'm one of those people who will go to the mall and watch people instead of shop. I just kind of find people interesting. What I also find interesting is when you strike up a conversation with someone... I mean, you really never know where it's going to go, especially if you're the kind of person who just openly listens and lets it go where it's going to go instead of needing to avoid topics that make you uncomfortable. It takes a lot to make me uncomfortable. You know, I certainly have my limits, Um, things that are illegal. I'm not a fan of, you know, I'm definitely not chaotic or evil. I'm good. (laughs) Of course, I say good. Uh. Let's just say I don't lean towards evil. <laughs> so it means a lot to me to be a good person and make a contribution to my community. And it's true that on my more <laughs> eccentric or eclectic or whatever you want to call it days, I do think that dragging someone into a conversation that's about the fundamental roots of intimacy and I don't mean the act of sex her I mean just intimacy between two people I don't know you know I I have run into people who have never really had an experience of just outright open intimacy and you know that makes me sad to me those moments are so precious those moments are when I am the most vulnerably human of my life and I love those moments and the funny thing is I keep thinking as I get older things like walking outside on a cool night like tonight and cool air hitting my skin will stop affecting me like just kind of viscerally affecting me Uh, and so far it hasn't happened so I don't know I don't know if it's going to or not (laughs) anyway well that was just a ramble all over the place wasn't it That's where I'm at tonight. It's been a weird day. I never sleep enough. My husband's out of town because I lay in my bed and listen to my podcasts, and I always listen to them way too far into the night. So I'm pretty sleep deprived. I think I'm going to go to bed at a decent hour tonight. So as soon as I finish this, off to bed I go. I hope everyone is doing well and enjoying this time of the year wherever you are. And I look forward to hearing from you should you find yourself wanting to discuss anything. Have a good one. Listening back to what I've said so far, I realize that when I'm standing outside, for some reason I talk softly as if I'm in a movie theater trying not to disturb anyone. I'm not sure why. Maybe because it's just so still and quiet. I'm not sure. Anyway, I want to share some music with you that always makes me, I don't know, it It. When I'm in this mood, when I'm in this kind of thoughtful, sort of, I don't know, self-indulgent, wanting to kind of bask in being female mood, there are a couple of songs that I really love to listen to. If you're listening on Anchor, it allows 30-minute or second segments of songs, but I don't think you can hear them anywhere else. So If you're listening anywhere else, I'm going to say what the names of the songs are, and I encourage you to go find them. So the first one that I'm going to play, I found years ago. It's by a band called Gabrielle Roth and the Mirrors, and she did all kinds of interesting things. She did a whole album of trance music, and I really love her kind of, you know, almost like tribal sound on some of her work. My two favorite albums of hers are called, uh, one of them is called Bones, and the other one, I believe, is called Luna my favorite song of hers of all time is called Seducing Hades. There's just something about the beat of it that resonates with me. I don't know how you guys feel about music, but oh my gosh, if I'm in a bad mood, the right song can really just lift my spirits. And when I'm in the mood I'm in right now, the right song can really help me just let go of everything else and bask in, you know, the whole being a human being with, you know, the, the ability to just lose myself in, you know, gosh, what am I trying to say? (laughs) I can picture it and yet I'm having trouble putting it in words. You know, sometimes I will just close my eyes and listen to music and I can just be in that moment, just present right then. This song never fails to do that for me. So let me go ahead and play a little clip for you. the next song that never fails to affect me. Really, there's so many good songs on this album. There's a band that's called Bittersweet, and they did an album called The Mating Game. And the lead singer's voice is just so rich and sultry, and it really lends itself to moments when you kind of just want to wallow in being a sensual human being. So, anyway, here's an excerpt from one of their songs. This is actually a remix from the Thievery Corporation of one of their songs. And I really like a lot of the Thievery Corporation's work. So, this is just a mix of two wonderful things. So, there you have it. I am going to go get some sleep. <laughs> I'll probably fall asleep to some of this type of music. Hopefully, I'll have sweet dreams. Talk to you guys later.